Hey, Nelson, an alcoholic addict. That's not my real name. I use a pen name here at LOL Sober. I want to talk about, I had an incident a few days ago where my kids did something really crappy. Just like really crappy, directed at me. And I got so mad, like boiling hot mad. Like I didn't even know what to do with that amount of anger. And I say it that way because that's what I used to use drinking and drugging for a lot. When I had a feeling I didn't know what to, to do with that was just an overwhelming amount that I couldn't process, I only knew one solution, which was to go get loaded. My only way to deal with it was to just numb out completely. And, you know, you guys say that you can't do that in recovery. So, you know, um, life on life's terms. But, like, you know, life on life's terms it sucks sometimes. And this was one of those moments. Um, it's been one of the hardest things about long-term sobriety is when you don't know what to do with, with a feeling, you know, anger and sadness are the two big ones, but I really didn't know what to do with good feelings either. Like I tend to handle my wins as badly as my losses. <laughs> you know, The story I, I always tell is that, um, I got promoted twice in my first six months of sobriety. And the second time I called my sponsor and was like, guess who got another promotion? This guy. And he congratulated me. But at the end, he was like, hey, reminder, this too shall pass. And I thought, you son of a bitch. How dare you rain on my parade? But I inquired, like, what do you mean by that? And he said, you know, you you got to remember, you can't get promoted every day. You can't win the Super Bowl every single day. You need a program that helps you be able to handle really bad days and really good days. I stayed pretty sassy with him for a day or two after that, but I gradually clicked into, into place what he meant. And so to go back to the crappy day that I started with, um, I didn't know what to do. I made everybody get out of the car. We were all sitting in the car. We couldn't even get out of the driveway without like this nuclear meltdown. And I said, everybody go back inside. We're not leaving. And I grabbed my car keys and I went for a drive. I did not scream at anybody or throw anything. I was pretty angry, but I, I, I took myself out of the situation and I drove around for a little while. And then I hit a restaurant that I knew had a fountain soda machine and I, just crushed about 10 Diet Cokes. Like, they should have cut me off and called a designated driver. I think I was over the legal limit of Diet Coke. But I was able to sit and breathe and just feel how mad I was. And to steal a term that, that kids use these days, I was big mad. Like, big, big, big mad. Capital B. It was the angriest I'd been in years. I just felt so hurt and disrespected and but I sorted through it, you know, with Diet Coke coursing through my veins. And, um, you know, I sat there and was like, was this, what, am I justifiably mad? And the, I, I came to the conclusion, yes, I, it was justified. And my wife told me later she would have been way more upset than me. And she couldn't believe how thoughtless my kids had been acting and how well I had handled it. And um, So then I got to the hard questions as I sat there. Um, I always try to ask myself, like, am I taking this personally Am I overreacting? Am I crossing over from being hurt to hurting others? And that is a big one. Like, I can't go over that line. I cannot be in that place. I just can't. It, it, you know, I can't, be in, in, I can't be angry in a way where I have no spirituality. 
everything falls apart. I'm a lot closer to a drink. It's just not a sustainable recovery plan for me. So I collected myself. I took a, took about a half an hour. I wish I didn't ever do the fight or flight thing that I used to do all the time. But hey, I'm going to forgive myself a little bit in this situation. I just think it was better for everybody that I got away from the situation for 45 minutes or so. So I went back home. I calmly explained to the kids why I was upset, why it hurt so bad. And they got it. They were very apologetic and they understood where I was coming from. And so we got back in the car and we tried it again and we had a beautiful day together. Just a lot of laughing, a lot of very memorable moments. And, um, and it was great. I'll say this though. I kept all those assholes devices for a while <laughs> stashed in a drawer. Um, you know, one thing about anger and forgiveness is that our literature also emphasizes that we don't need to be people that get walked all over either. Like you can set boundaries and hold people accountable. And that's what I did. You know, what's so cool though, for me about this one is that even the aftermath, the punishment stage of our conversations, it came from a place of love, not white hot rage. And I got to an in-person meeting that night that helped somebody else at the meeting shared about having a brutal day with their kids and working through that. And I just felt for the millionth time at a meeting that I'm in the right place, that I'm not alone. Uh, raising kids, it's hard for anybody. <laughs> raising kids while sober, it's like winning an Olympic gold medal, I swear. That dude at the meeting, he seemed a little more spiritually fit than I might have been, so I think he got to a, a good place without guzzling a gallon of Diet Coke, but I'll keep coming. Thanks for letting me share.